It's time for another episode of the Adventures of William Ruby, Private Detective, brought to you by Sugar Twinkles Cereal. Sugar Twinkles, they're made with sugar for energy and a fairy dusting of eight vitamins and minerals to make it twinkly healthy. Grown-ups and kids alike love Sugar Twinkles. Make it a part of your breakfast. Howdy, partners. Limp along Ruby here. Why the uh, cowboy jargon? Because of the tale of this particular case that I'm about to relate. Picture this, jagged cliffs reaching for the sky, the flat red of parched soil as far as the eye can see with only bits of scrub, a few cacti, and a tree here or there to break up the monotony. The sun is hot, and skin is as red and cracked as the ground. A man stands off to the one side of a ramshackle saloon, a 10-gallon Stetson on his head and a hand on the Colt 45 in its holster. Got the picture? Now, add a film cast and a crew. Oh, and uh, me. It was a set for a showdown at Red Ridge. Well, one of them anyway. It also turned out to be the scene of dastardly doings, including a murder. I wasn't there to solve the murder, though I did that anyway. Harry, my sister and business partner, Harriet Ruby, was there too, but she wasn't there in our capacity either. Harry was there to perform stunts. I had been hired to play undercover security. I didn't know Harry was on the film, too. She just told me she'd gotten another stunt job and that she'd be on location for a week. She'd been doing movie work for years on all kinds of films, so it didn't occur to me she might be on showdown when one of the execs at the movie studio called and hired my services. Why did they need an undercover guy? An anonymous threat. That alone wouldn't usually cause a panic, but it was a big-budget movie with top stars, including the very popular Gene Weston, the very beautiful Helen Victor, and the award-winning director Keith Burbridge, and they didn't want to take any chances. Add to that a couple of odd occurrences, a light stand toppling, a tainted jug of water, that could have been coincidences or on purposes. I came in as an extra with the initial job of just keeping my eyes and ears open. It didn't take long for my duties to expand. And cut. Nice take, everyone. Don, let's quit for lunch. 30-minute lunch break, cast, while we set up the next shot. Oh, I'm glad he called lunch. The smell of chili has been driving me crazy. I know what you mean. It's as good as it smells, too. Wanda makes some of the best I've ever had. No, so this isn't your first extra job? Actually, it is. I just came on before you. They said they were going to bring in a few more extras, and you must be one of them? Yeah, that's me. Well... O'Shea. Ah, Martin Gray. Proud to know you, to uh, use the vernacular of the present situation. What do you think of the film so far? Oh, it's, um, fine. Would you excuse me? I, I, I need to do something before I eat. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, odd fellow. Well, looky here! We got us a newbie! Uh, how do you know I'm new? Are you kidding? I see every face on a shoot every day. By the end of day one... I know what I all like to eat. I'm Wanda Purcell, head of this here chuck wagon. Call me Wanda. Oh, it is a pleasure to meet you. Will O'Shea, lowly extra. Nothing lowly about you, sir. Without people to fill out a scene or react to what's going on, movies are darn boring. We all have our parts here, and they're all important. So, what's your pleasure? Uh, some of that chili, please. The smell has been making me daydream. <laughs> I think I'm going to like you, Will O'Shea. Here you go! 
There are all kinds of fixings, biscuits, drinks, and other things down at the end of the table. Help yourself to anything and everything. Oh, thank you, Wanda. I don't usually hand out seconds, but if that chili makes your dream come true, I'll make an exception for you. Oh, thanks. Wow, this is the best set food ever. I could sleep on these biscuits. Oh, we'll definitely be back for seconds. You sound like my brother, Will? Uh, that's me, Will O'Shea. Is, uh, is your brother's name Will, too? Uh, no, it's George. Why do I know your name? Oh, wait, I have it. You had a small part in that picture, Detective Undercover. I did. And you, uh, you were the femme fatale stand-in. Uh, you were the one who shot me, or oh, pretended to, anyway. I uh, almost didn't recognize you in that cowboy hat. <laughs> you look a lot different in Wrangler duds instead of a bloody suit yourself. I have a table in the corner. Join me. What are you doing here? I know it's not just being a movie extra, and you'd never check up on me. Yeah, correct on both counts. I had no idea you were on the shoot. Not just an extra, either. The studio received an anonymous warning that if they didn't halt production in this picture, then the sender would do it. Studio heads didn't really take it seriously, but they thought it best to hedge their bets, so they hired me to keep an eye on things. Have you seen anything odd or suspicious? Not really. Just a couple of minor mishaps. It's actually been a real easy shoot so far. Everyone seems to get along really well, and it's a great script. Yeah. Well, maybe the bigwigs were right and the warnings were just a prank. Maybe. What do you think? Mm, I don't know what to think right now. If I went with just my eyes, I'd agree with you. If I went with my stomach, I'd forget about the shoot and just stay here. This chili is so good, but an old seventh sense is starting to tingle, and well, you know what that means. I sure do. So... Now what? I'll just keep observing. Whoa, what the heck is that? An earthquake? I don't think so. Let's check outside. Oh no! The animals are loose and they're panicking. Uh, quick, help me round them up! That's the last one. Thanks for jumping in to help, everybody. Will, uh, let's head back to craft services. Harry! What the heck just happened? I don't know, Wanda. I was in here eating lunch when I heard a rumble. Next thing I know, every animal we have is running past. I take it you didn't see the reason for the stampede either? No! I was hip deep in lunch cleanup! I heard what you heard, thought it was an earthquake, and stepped away from the tent in case it collapsed. I saw all those critters scrambling and jumped in to help. How in tarnation did they get loose? A very good question. Harry, the animals got loose? How did it happen? I have no idea. I double-checked the gates before I went to lunch as per protocol. Cal checked them with me. Very odd. I want to see for myself. Show me, but let's make it quick. We're losing daylight by the minute. Uh, hope she's not in trouble. Nah, there's no way she's at fault, not Harry. I love that woman. She has more energy than the sun and love even bigger. Here, have some of my special lemonade. You've earned it. Oh, I will not say no to that. Thanks. So, is this your first shoot, Will? No, but 
I haven't done one in a real long time. How about you? <laughs> Heck no! I started cooking for the studios back in the silent days. Back then, they couldn't afford much more than maybe a pot of stew and a few loaves of bread. We have all kinds of goodies in this shoot. All kinds of gossip, too. It's everyone's favorite place to spill secrets. Yeah? Any scuttlebutt about maybe playing an equine or bovine-related prank? Oh, are you two gossiping? Who's pranking who? It was cute. Of course we're gossiping. We don't know. And this is Will O'Shea. Will, Laverne's our makeup lady and Catherine's the wardrobe mistress. Extra number 27. I know the costume. Welcome to our madness, Mr. Will O'Shea. I wish you were one of the principals. I'd love to play with that hair. That's your real color, isn't it? Yeah. Pleased to meet both of you. And yes, Laverne, my hair is all mine. So do people play pranks around here? Oh, sure. All the time. But if you think letting the animals loose was one, forget it. Nobody would disrupt a shoot like that. The insurance liability alone, if anyone got hurt, would be enough to stop the biggest prankster. So, what could have happened? Good question, Will. I'm with Catherine. This is a great project. Everyone likes each other. None of us would ever do that. Those critters are smart. I wouldn't be at all surprised if one of them figured out how to open the gate. It sure could have happened that way. Laverne to set! Laverne to set! Oh, fun time's over. Come on, Will. If they want me, they're gonna want you too. I'll go too. Just to brush you off, Will. You must have been one of the cattle wranglers, judging from all that dust. Later, Wanda. There you are, Laverne. Take the shine off Helen, please. You, um, uh, extra. Go stand next to the guy in the black hat. Don't clean him up first, Catherine. I want him to look like you just came in from the range. Heath. Where have you been? You, you, you look like you've been sleeping one off in the corral instead of the sheriff's office. Heath? Huh. I didn't know Extra's got character names, too. I thought I would just Will or Extra number 27, according to Catherine. Oh, everyone's got a name. It makes the world seem real. Don't you think? Uh, sure. He doesn't get that. The director, I mean, doesn't understand any of it. For instance, this scene should only have a chance. Wilder, Boone, Deacon, and Faith Masters in it. We have no reason to be here. I guess Kenneth just sees things differently. It is his job, after all, to bring his vision to the film. You know, artistic license and all that. This vision is less than 2020. That license must be forged. You should wait to see the final product before you critique it. This is just one scene. Yeah. You're right. Sorry, I shouldn't take it out on you. Would you mind if I called you Heath? It, it helps me be in the scene. No, no, I don't mind. Uh, what's your character's name? Just call me Shep. Okay, let's do this. Quiet in the set. We are rolling and action. I'll never get the hang of movie making. It took hours to set up and film a scene that lasted only maybe 30 seconds in the actual movie. Most of that time I spent thinking about what my fellow extra had said. Was he just one of those people who had to have everything just so, or did he have a point? I watched the rest of the group to see if any of them felt the same way. 
I noticed a few people losing their patience as the day warmed, but nobody seemed actually hostile, so I wrote Martin off as just an accuracy nut. When we broke for dinner, I started for Wanda and another helping of chili, but a note delivered by the assistant, Don, put a detour in my trip. A detour to the director's trailer. Enter! Will, uh, I wanted to talk to you all afternoon, but I couldn't afford to waste any more time. Accident or on purpose? Now you mean the stampede? I don't know. I talked to a few people after the incident. The consensus I got was that everyone was very happy with this shoot, and there was no way anyone would have risked it by letting the livestock loose on purpose. I hear a but. Uh, not a but, just a feeling. I've been pleasantly surprised at how friendly everyone is here, but my intuition bell is ringing, if, uh, if you know what I mean. But why? I can't imagine any of them doing something evil. It's a good group, especially the crew. I've worked with most of them on many films. Well, that's what I'm here to find out. Speaking of the crew, I found out this afternoon that my sister is your assistant stunt coordinator. Neither of us knew the other would be here. I was wondering if Harry is related to you. Great stunt woman. Really great. Always my first pick. She's also a really great partner to me when she's not doing stunts. I give her a quick lowdown. You now have two pairs of eyes watching. Good. That makes me feel a little more at ease. I'll stay on set tonight and make the rounds a few times just to be on the safe side. Right now, though, I should get to dinner before Wanda runs out of all the good stuff. Can't blame me for that. She's the best location cook probably ever. Here, take this key to my trailer. You can sleep in here tonight. I'll alert Mac, the security guard, that you'll be here. Ah, uh, you'd better make that me and Harry. She'll want to stay as well, if just to make sure the animals are okay. Done. I'll leave my hotel number here by the phone in case you come up with anything, or need help. Ah, uh, great, thanks. So, you can't think of a reason why someone is upset with this film? Me? Uh, no, not a one. Everybody I can think of is very enthusiastic about it, and that means a lot to me. You see, I'm not just the director, I'm also the screenwriter. I have a lot at stake here. I guess you do. This is the best set I've ever been on. Even with nobody here and all of the lighting and other equipment, it still feels like we're really walking through a western town. It sure does. They spared no expense on anything around here. Hey, hey, who's walking towards us? Oh, must be the security guard judging from the uniform. It is. Hi, Mac. Hiya, Harry. Find any vomits yet? Other than a wayward lizard, not a one. Oh, this is my brother Will, by the way. Will? Mac McWilliams. Mr. Burbridge told me about you, Will. Glad you're on board. I, I don't really expect anything to happen, even after that stampede. But it's nice to have a couple of extra pairs of eyes on things, just in case. So, all has been quiet here at night so far? As a mouse. I thought, sure, we get a couple of curious kids, but I haven't even seen them yet. Not yet, anyway. I I'm going to keep moving, just in case they do show up. If you need me, I start my rounds at the corral and end in the trailer area, with this set in the middle. Just give a holler and I'll come running. See ya! Good night! Yeah, nice guy. He sure is. Uh, now who's here? It's not Mac. Those are female voices. Good question. I'm going to let you find out. Will the extra shouldn't be here, so I'm going to hide in the saloon. I can sneak out and get help if necessary. If they're friendly, tell them you stayed to make sure the animals are okay. Not the best light, but that's kind of what we want anyway. Harry, 
What are you doing here? I stayed to make sure the animals were okay, Laverne. I was just checking the area for coyotes. Hi, Catherine and Helen. What are you three doing here? Kenneth was complaining all day about Helen being in shadow. We were worried that it was going to be worse in the upcoming night scenes, so we dragged her out here to try some makeup and costuming tricks to see if they'd help. I think it's because Ken keeps standing me on the wrong side of Jean. <laughs> He's so tall. <laughs> he is that. I had a devil of a time getting his costumes right. It's a darn good thing he wears his pants tucked in his boots. That's all I'm going to say. Are the animals okay, Harry? I was rehearsing with Jean when they got out, and we were too far away to help. It would break my heart if any of them got hurt. They're all fine, Helen, and I aim to keep them that way. I'll let you three get back to it. Uh, make sure to stay in lit areas. There are a lot of wild critters out here that come out at night. Coyotes, snakes, and scorpions. Scorpions? Mmm, that's it, you two. Hurry the heck up. I'm not dying for my art. At least not by poisonous bugs. I think that extra highlighter on the cheekbones works fine. <laughs> and this white lace on the neckline seems to help, too. Okay, I'm satisfied. The real test will be Kenneth tomorrow. Thanks for indulging us, Helen. Of course. Thank you for being so diligent. Now I won't fade into the background. Let's get back to the hotel. I'm bushed. Good night, Harry. Good night, you three. Oh, by the way, do you know if anyone else is on set? <laughs> I don't want to scare anyone. Hmm. We didn't see a soul until we came across you. Not even the security guard. I'm sure you just missed Mac. I saw him a little while ago and he said he was heading for the trailers. Go on now. Scoop. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Good night. Did that sound as legitimate to you as it did to me? It did. I couldn't imagine any of those three pulling a stunt like letting the animals loose anyway. And Helen apparently has an alibi for the time, even if she was capable. Now let's go find Mac. I want to find out if he saw the ladies coming in. If not, they may need to erect a fence. Not even three of us could cover every entry point here. Well, that was a shot. Where'd it come from? Over where the trailers are. Will... Mac's been shot. It used to be Mac. He wasn't anything but a corpse anymore. A bullet had gone through his chest from close range. I ran in the direction of where we had heard someone running, but the sound of that motorcycle speeding off told me I was too late to catch them. I ran to Kenneth's office and called the police. I was not looking forward to their arrival. My brother, George, is a lieutenant in LAPD's Homicide Division. We were technically in Los Angeles, so this would technically have been his case, but he was technically on medical leave, still healing from several gunshot wounds from an ambush. We were sure to get a less capable and less friendly detective. Imagine my surprise and relief when George was one of the first on the scene. You two can't stay out of trouble for a minute. George! I thought you were still on leave. I am. The department is short-handed. There have been three murders tonight. Because you were the one who made the call, Captain Walsh asked if I would come in and handle this one case. So, what happened, and what the heck are you doing here? Uh, wait. You're wearing a, a two-gun holster and a ten-gallon hat. 
<laughs> You're not switching careers, are you? <laughs> no, big brother. I'm working undercover for the studio. Sorry to disappoint you. As for what happened, it should be obvious. The security guard was killed. If you want specifics, he was shot at close range with what I'm guessing is his own gun, as his holster is empty and we haven't found a weapon anywhere. Boys? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, neither of you saw this happen. No. We were over on the set. We stayed after we wrapped shooting for the day to keep an eye on things, but... Whoa, 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 back up. Why did you feel the need to patrol, and why are you working undercover anyway, Will? The studio received an anonymous note warning that there would be trouble if they went ahead with this movie. They didn't really take it seriously, but figured it'd be worth it to hedge their bets, so to speak. Yeah. Was there any trouble before this? Just little things that could be coincidences. Well, until this afternoon. The horses and cows we have were let loose and they were upset enough to stampede. That had to be intentional. But no death threats or anything like that, if that's what you're getting at. Hmm. So, there's a chance the guard caught someone trying to break in, and his death has nothing to do with the anonymous note. Yeah, there's a chance. But? But Mac was shot at close range. He knew his killer. Ah, good point. That means someone associated with the movie shoot killed him. Where where exactly are we? Smack dab in the middle of the production trailers. The director's trailer is behind you, the cinematographer's trailer is here, and the trailers for the actors are farther down there. Nothing looks damaged from here. How the boys look more closely. So have, have either of you picked up on anything odd at all? In general? Sure, it's a movie shoot. Anything odder than the local norm? No, but it was just my first day. I've been here three days, and I haven't seen anything out of the usual either. Well, other than that everyone likes each other and actually work really well together. Oh, come on, guys. There has to be something. All right, let's check the body again. Maybe we missed something. Oh, whoa, 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 wait. What's that? That bit of cloth in his hand. It's a piece of striped cloth. It looks like it's from a costume. Harry, you don't suppose it could be... Nah. That would mean all three of them are in on it, and that just doesn't make sense. Besides, this is from a man's shirt. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Good catch. Well, all three who... What are you two talking about? The wardrobe mistress, the makeup artist, and the female lead were here earlier doing tests, but I heard their car leave just before the shots. You heard a car leave? You couldn't know that car contained all three people. I'm gonna need some home addresses. You don't need one for Helen. She's staying at the Agora Inn. Most of the cast and crew are staying there. I don't know if Catherine and Laverne are too, but it would be easy enough to find out. Let's hope so. Bennett! Go to the Agora Inn and pick up... Catherine Knight, Laverne Dubois, and Helen Victor. Catherine Knight, Laverne Dubois, and... Did... Did did you say... Helen Victor? The... Helen Victor. Yeah, there can be only one in the acting world anyway. Uh... (laughs) I think Big Brother has a bit of a crush. I do not. I, 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 I admire her talent. That's all. Cut it out. Bennett, uh, get out here! You two, show me where the costumes are kept before I'm forced to deck someone. (laughs) You hit a nerve, Willie. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Don't you just love watching George turn that shade of red? (laughs) Will... George, George, I'll stop only because I don't want you to burst any of your stitches. Wardrobe is, uh, <laughs> wardrobe is two trailers down. 
door is open. Is it supposed to be? I don't think so. Useless to dust for prints. Everyone must have been in here one time or another. Let's take a quick look for anything obvious. I want the wardrobe mistress to make a thorough check. Mm, Nothing here out of place and no sign of a striped shirt with a piece missing. Here either. Uh, Oh, wait a minute. Now this is weird. What is? The label on the back of the shirt. All of the costumes have been labeled with the name of the character who wears it. On this one, the name Chance Wilder has been crossed out, and the name Abner Cash written in. <laughs> There's no character named Abner in this film. I read the script twice. Now, this tag has been changed, too. The original name was Boone Deacon. Looks like the name written over it is Colt Decker? That's not in the script, either. Uh, check that dress over there, Jojo. It should say Faith Masters. Oh, well, it did. Now it says Hope... Littlefield. Huh. Bet that isn't a character name either. Nope. Why would anyone change them like that? Very good question. One I will be asking until I get a satisfactory answer. It was a good question. It was a question that didn't have an answer, not right away. The question that did get answered right away was whether or not Helen and or Catherine and or Laverne could have killed the guard. The answer was no. They left together and arrived at the hotel together. Both the hotel clerk and the bellboy confirmed that. The hotel was a few miles from the set, so there was no way any of them could have sneaked back in time to shoot the guard. The only one who even went outside was Kenneth, and he just went to the entrance for a smoke. That reminded me. Kenneth was not only the director, he was also the writer. He knew every letter and every draft of the script. Maybe the names were familiar to him from earlier drafts. So first thing the next morning, I went to his trailer to find out. Who is it? Will. Oh, uh, come in, Will. I'm glad to see you, Will. What a terrible business. The police lieutenant says there's no obvious motive for the crime. I have no idea myself, especially if, as he says, nothing appears to have been taken. Theft is the offshoot of one of the two basic reasons to kill someone. What are the two reasons? Love or money. You can boil all murders down to those two. Theft could be for money or jealousy, which is the love angle, or both. Did the lieutenant ask you about the costumes? Costumes? No. Were some taken? No. Some of the labels of the characters' names were changed. For instance... Chance Wilder was changed to Abner Cash? Does the name Abner Cash ring any bells? No. No, I I can't say that it does. How about Colt Decker for Boone Deacon or or Hope Littlefield for Faith Masters? Those were changed as well? How odd. So those weren't names you started with then changed later? No. I can honestly say that the names I started with are the names we're using now. Look, Will, now that this has happened, I think it's time for you to shed your cover and conduct an official investigation. The police are working hard on this, I'm sure, but you have an inside track, so to speak. I have an inside track with the cops, too. That lieutenant, it's my brother. He is? Um, that's wonderful. The case will be solved in no time. He'll he'll be on it when you can't. I'll still need you in some of the shots for continuity. We can't afford to reshoot anything. I'll be wherever I'm needed. Let you know if I have any more questions. Next stop, breakfast. Wanda just might have what I need besides food. Oh? Oh! <laughs> you mean gossip. Just remember, 
gossip is mostly lies and suppositions. True, but there's always a kernel of truth at the center. Will, there you are. Uh, did you talk to Kenneth? I did. Now, ask me if I got the truth. Did you? What did he say? He claimed he didn't know the new names in the costumes, didn't know why they would have been switched. And you don't believe him. I can tell. I don't. I'm sure he's hiding something. There was some interesting word dancing going on. It was like talking to a politician on the campaign trail. So now what? I'm going to go see Wanda. If anyone's heard anything, it'd be her. Not to mention, she makes amazing omelets. She does? Ooh, let's hurry. Good morning! What can I get you to this morning? I got some nice Belgian waffles, oatmeal, cream of wheat, or I can make you up a nice Denver omelet. All of it sounds amazing. I think I'll have the omelet with a side of information if you've got it. Make that two, please. Two omelets coming right up! What do you need to know, Will? Let me start with uh, the confession. I'm not an actor. Well, I'm not just an extra on this shoot, anyway. I'm a private detective. So Laverne was right! She told me she ran into Harry last night when she and Catherine brought Helen over to do wardrobe and makeup tests. She could swear she saw you coming out of the saloon as they got to the parking lot. Are you on a case? Or were you and Harry, well, <laughs> you know. What? No, 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 no. Harry's my sister. My real last name is Ruby. Your sister? Now that I look at you, you two do look alike. We are definitely brother and sister. I am also really a stunt woman. And yes, I'm on a case. Now that we've got all that firmly established, I need to know if you've heard any dissent among the ranks, uh, even little things. Little things, sure. Nothing is ever perfect, is it? Not even this shoot. Have I heard any major gripes? Nope. Nothing about the script? The script? Mm, not that I can think of. Wanda, Will, and Harry. Good morning. You guys must be talking about the murder. What else would anyone be talking about? Here are the omelets. Can I tell her, Will? <laughs> sure. Will is Harry's brother. He's also a private detective. He hasn't come right out and said it, but I think he's working on the murder. So that's what you were doing here last night? Uh, not at the time I wasn't. I was working on something else. Now I'm working on both. Did the police question you? Mm, they did. They just asked me where I was last night, when I got back to the hotel, and if I left again. Did they ask you about a striped shirt? A striped shirt? No. Why? A piece of one was found in the guard's hand. This piece, to be exact. Is it from a costume? Hmm, it could be. Not one of the princes, though. I'd have to sell notes. We searched for the shirt last night in your trailer, but we didn't find it. We did notice that the character names on some of the costumes have been changed. Any idea why? The names were changed. Everyone in scene 14A to the set. Everyone in scene 14A to the set. That's me. Do you have to go, Willie? No, it's a reverse shot from the one we did yesterday. It's okay with you, Catherine. Uh, I'd like to go with you. Sure. I want you to show me these changed names. And I'll figure out who's supposed to be wearing this shirt. Will you have everything you need to make an arrest if I do? No, but I'll be closer. Well, isn't that the darndest thing? 
When you told me about the name change, Will, I thought maybe they were old character names. Some of these costumes have been used for quite a few films, you know. They're made to take a lot of wear, but this dress for Helen was custom made for this shoot. She'll actually be wearing it in the scene scheduled to be shot this afternoon. Same for this outfit for Jean, and this one Rusty needs for Boone. Huh. You don't say. I wonder if that's significant. What is? George! Oh, I, I was wondering when you'd show up. Uh, you've met Catherine? Yes. Uh, good morning. So, what might be significant? The three costumes with the changed names were all made specifically for this movie, and they're all supposed to be worn in a scene today. Really? Have you found anyone who recognizes those names? No. The director wrote the script, and he says he never used any other names than the ones in the script now. Uh-huh. I'm thinking a bad word. Oh, I'm afraid you're going to be thinking another one, Lieutenant. That scrap of striped cloth? It's not from any shirt in my inventory. It's not? Oh, great. We're back to where we started, which is nowhere. But it looks so familiar. I know I've seen it somewhere, and recently. Now, let's take a walk around, Big Brother. Maybe we'll find it in daylight. Thanks for your help, Catherine. You're welcome. So you're related to Will, too, huh? I should have seen that coming. You're definitely two peas in a pod. Let me know if there's anything else I can do to help. Two peas in a pod. What was that supposed to mean? If I were you, George, I'd take it to mean we're both charming and debonair. Ugh, I'm stuck on those changed names. But their costumes for a specific scene makes me think something is being planned for that scene. Yeah, good point. What else do we have? Just a piece of mystery cloth? Well, we have also have a nervous director who knows more than he's admitting. He was definitely hiding something when I asked him about the changed names. So he recognized those names. Yeah, but he swears he didn't use them even in drafts when he wrote this script. Wait, 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 wait. His actual words were, the names I started with are the names we're using now. Uh, are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> I bet I am. Plagiarism. Plagiarism. Yep. Uh, he stole the plot or even the whole script, changed a few things, and proclaimed it was his work. The real author figured it out. That's who sent the anonymous threat and who's been causing the problems here. That would mean the author is a member of the cast or crew. A stranger would be noticed. Yeah, agreed. But who? Not any of the principal actors. They would have told the world if they'd written a script and the director wouldn't steal from one of them. Agreed. It would have to be someone on the periphery, someone who blended in. Like a, like a, like a scenery painter or an extra. Yeah, an extra, an uh... An extra. Oh, George, oh, if you weren't my brother and a man, I'd kiss you. I have never been happier to be both. Why? Because I now know who's behind all of this. There's an extra named Martin Gray. Yesterday, he called me by a character name. The extras don't have names in the script, but he said we did. Then he complained that we, the extras, shouldn't have been in a particular scene, yet that's what the script called for. How would he know different? wouldn't unless he was the original author. Good catch, little brother. Yeah, I just wish I'd caught it earlier. The guard might still be alive if I had. But I didn't know about the changed names until after that happened. George, I Yeah, just... yeah, we're thinking the same thing again. He's going to try something in that scene with those costumes. We need to go grab him now. No. Wait. Right now we don't have a thing on him. Let's get more information. Then we'll have a little showdown. Old West style.
Okay, everyone, simmer down. Let's rehearse this. Just to remind everyone, Chance and Boone are facing off in the center of town. Faith, played by Harry, comes riding in at a run. She has the proof that Chance is innocent. Boone, startled by the sudden arrival, fires at her. You're not actually going to fire, Rusty. Just aim. We'll get the shot in the reverse and close-up angles. People on the sides look tense and fearful. Everyone got that? Good. Let's roll on this. Even though it's just a rehearsal, I've got a feeling about this. Assistant director, call for quiet. Quiet on the set! Slate, show down a Red Ridge. Scene 23, take R for rehearsal. And we're rolling. More fear in your eyes, Rusty. Yes, that's it. Hey, you there. You're not supposed to move. Please go back to your place. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you? Mr. Burbridge, hmm? You'd love it if I just stayed in the hole you put me in and uttered not one squeak. I can't do that anymore, Mr. Burbridge. Look, I don't know who you are. Oh, you don't? You've completely blocked me from your mind? I, I suppose you'd have to, or your guilty conscience would be too much to bear. You do feel guilty for the crime you have committed, I, I hope. For what you did was certainly a crime of the most heinous sort. I... I, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> Of course you do. I'm the one whose life work you stole. You absconded with my soul and claimed it as yours. The trials of Abner Cash took me years to write. It was my masterpiece. It is my masterpiece. I still have my copy. It's... Right here, under my shirt. <laughs> Bet you didn't know when we met that there was more than one copy. You made empty promises in that meeting, and I trusted you, Kenneth Burbridge. What did I get for that trust? <laughs> Betrayal. Look, um, uh, Mr. Anderson. Oh, you do remember me. G -g Good. And you'll be sure to remember everything after I shoot you and you lay dying. It's what you deserve. There won't be any shooting here, Shep Anderson. Not by you or anyone else. Put the gun down. What? Who, who, who are you? You know my name, Shep. It's Heath. Sheriff Heath Manning. I'm the law here in Calico Flats. Remember? Uh, Sher Sheriff Manning? Calico Flats? But... How did you know? It's my job as sheriff to know everything that goes on in this town. I know Colt here is a hothead, and Abner's a good man, and innocent of the charges against him. Hope knows it, too. Here she comes now. Hope! Please, Shep, put the gun down. You don't want to hang, not for this. Let Heath do his job, and the courts do theirs. Oh, Hope, you're, you're really here. And you're just the way I dreamed you'd be. <sighs> sure, sure, I'll, I'll put the gun down. You there. Anything for you, Miss Littlefield. Sorry to have to do this, Shep, but I gotta arrest you. You killed Pokey, and you tried to kill Slim here. There's no denying it. You're right, I did, Sheriff. I did wrong. And I, I, I know I gotta pay the consequences. 
I didn't mean to kill Pokey, you know. He, he caught me trying to break into Slim's office. He struggled and the, well, the gun went off. A murder is a murder, though, isn't it? Hope? Yes? Marry Abner. He's the man for you, not Colt. Oh, let's go, Sheriff. My deputies will escort you to the Hooskow. I've got a happy ending to do. I have never been so glad that I decided to take a break and watch the shoot. That Will Ruby will go down as one of the best scenes a Western could ever have. Why, thank you, Wanda. I want to thank the Academy, my family, especially these two, and the magical talents of Miss Catherine Knight and Miss Laverne Dubois for turning me into the spitting image of Sheriff Manning and Harry into Hope Littlefield, as imagined by Mr. Shep Anderson. The whole scene was amazing, but Harry riding in the way she did was the best part to me. I'm with Wanda. It was a thrilling, thrilling moment. I didn't get to see any of it. What happened exactly? A lot of really fast thinking and faster work. Will realized that the extra known as Martin Gray had to be the actual author of Showdown at Red Rock. We figure the names of the costumes with the original character names. Martin, or Shepard Anderson, must have sneaked in last night to do that, and the guard caught him. That was enough for me to get a search warrant and search Mr. Burbridge's trailer. We figured he'd keep that original script and he'd keep it close, out of guilt. And sure enough, we found it hidden in his desk. I had a feeling that script was more than just words on paper for Martin slash Shep. That it was his whole world. So I read a bunch of it, figured out who the characters were and basically what happens, and had you and Laverne do your magic. Mr. Anderson's poor brain was so gone, he bought right into it, just, just like I thought he would. That striped shirt, it was his own. He just like a cowboy, even off the set. He was wearing it last night instead of the shirt he'd been assigned. The shirt was found in his car. Once Anderson was dragged away, I arrested Kenneth Burbridge for his crimes. I have to say, I thought sure the crew would be packing up everything right now because of that, but uh, that doesn't seem to be happening at all. Oh, heck no! The studio sunk too much money into this film. They brought lawyers in to sort everything out. We may be delayed a day or two, but the show will go on. I got all of that from Don, the assistant director, by the way. Looks like he may get his first shot at directing. Good for him. I like Don. We all do. We like you three, too. We get to keep Harry, I know. Any chance of you changing careers, Will? George? Ha! <laughs> no. Yeah, no, thank you. This is all too nutty for me, even with a wife in the business. Yeah, I'll come to think of it, you might know her, Catherine. Uh, she's a costume designer. She goes by the name of Dolores Ruby, or sometimes Dolores Flannery. Oh, sure. We've worked together on a few films. She must have had the twins by now. Well, she did. Two boys. Oh, congratulations. So George is out. How about you, Will? Well, I won't change careers, but if they still need me for this one, I'll stick around. Maybe I can keep the sheriff part. Maybe, but it would be typecasting. Oh, oh Harry. Harry! This had been another episode of The Adventures of William Ruby, Private Detective, brought to you by Sugar Twinkle Cereal. Sugar Twinkles, 
They're made with sugar for energy and a fairy dusting of eight vitamins and minerals to make it twinkly healthy. Grown-ups and kids alike love sugar twinkles. Make it a part of your breakfast. Tonight's cast included Lauren Bombar, Val Coons, Mike Luce, Richard Tatum, Rochelle Wasserman, and Keith Wright. Cast member emeritus, Helen Alamano. Story by Val Coons. Sound patterns by Val Coons. This has been a Q Footsteps production. Tonight's production brought to you by Flem. Flem, it's what's for dinner. Flem. Yeah, let's go with it. Do I look like Helen? <laughs> Neil Lamshaw. Yee-haw! <laughs>